What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Hey, Steve here. None of the scenarios on this show are based on actual events. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy! I'm Griffin. And I'm Stephen and Bones, too. And this is Killed to Death. The improvised true crime podcast. The Sonar Network's darkest secret. <laughs> Not well kept. Stop putting us on the homepage, then. <laughs> That's right. Front and center every front, week. Front page news. <laughs> New episode. Um, and the big news that is done at this point, but it, the talk of the town right now is, of course, the Toronto International Film Festival is here. We went to a screening. But there's many more screenings of a lot of great up-and-coming filmmakers. And if that's who you are, and you want to get yourself in that festival next year, it's going to be even bigger. Hopefully the strike's done. Hopefully all people can come and celebrate the next wave of film. So here are a couple tips for you to uh, get your movies into TIFF. Oh, here's how to get your movies into TIFF. I was already mentally thinking of like, all right, what's a funny movie I can say that's in TIFF? How to get no, your movie next into year, TIFF. How to get your movie into TIFF. This, tier, this TIFF is done. We're talking 2024 TIFF now. Uh, number one, you got to hook them because these TIFF jurors, they only watch about the first 30 seconds to a minute of every movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make their choices based on that. So you have to make it, don't start with the credits. That's boring. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know who any of these people are. <laughs> well, if you do have the credits, you should provide context for who they are. Maybe like a photo, like a, a cool other thing they've done or something. Yeah, and but like what, then, they're gonna, maybe what they kind of bring to a party. <laughs> yeah, just what kind of vibe they and have. Then, and then the juror is going to be like, oh, yeah, I do kind of want them around. Because you, you're not only Holy selling shit, a movie. Jesse Plemons brings beer? <laughs> cool. You're not, you're not only selling the movie. You're selling the people who are going to show up. To promote the movie. Exactly. So yeah, definitely hype up and list the skills and talents and like special fun facts about mm-hmm. everyone in the credits, if you are going to have credits. Um, and then if not, usually just a bunch of gunfire should do it. That'll get their attention. And they also, this leads to my tip, the jurors like to watch simultaneously as well. What I've heard, I've spoken to a few of them, they... they um put up six or seven windows at once on, on their screen and they'll just kind of hit play on all of them. And that way they can crank them all out in a day or a day and a half and they can watch all the movies. So if your movie is kind of like sets itself apart visually from the other ones or even comments on the other ones, it can kind of point at the other ones and be like, and like mm-mm, flips them off. Mm-mm. Yeah. It can kind of go like roll its eyes and kind of point up and be like, yeah, a lot cut, of like stinky. cut the throat. Yeah. Stinky. Yeah. So just kind of signal that's like, you don't want this other crap. Focus on this window right here. Um, my, my tip was actually going to deal with the exact same phenomenon that we've all heard of where the TIFF jurors will open up movies in multiple windows <laughs> to watch them. And you, you want yours we've to stand out. This. I but I use audio for mine. I try and make mine so Wait, blown out and loud. Movie? Yeah, I, I like to throw audio in my movie, whether it be the occasional score or even a line of dialogue. Ah, okay. Nice. Oh, we're speaking of the stinky face. Our guest <laughs> oh, fan. boy. Guest hates the sounds but of sounds. Really make sure your audio is peaking and blasting as loud as possible, and then mm. the juror can't really hear the sounds from the other films. Yeah, All they can hear is point. like, you yourself going like, please God, let me in, please. I need this so bad. Which leads to my tip. So that's how all my movies start. <laughs> well, that leads perfectly into my tip, which is it, you should begin with a little statement about why you deserve to be in the festival. Um, a lot of people are going to say, oh, the film speaks for itself. Oh, you know what's better than that? You speak for yourself. Yeah. Actually use some words and use some gumption 
and uh, pull yourself up by your damn bootstraps and, uh, you know, bet well, on yourself. For, for your movie, I don't know if it'll be ready in time for next year, but if, if it is, do you already have your statement prepared? Yeah, I do. Can, can we hear it? Please, God, love you, please, boy, you're the fucking movie, please, God, I wouldn't do it all, I need to be in the movie so much, <laughs> oh, God. Unlistenable. Also, I do realize in that, I said, put me in the movie. Oh, I didn't even ask for the right thing. <laughs> you, you're asking them to retroactively kind of edit in. <laughs> Into my movie. Oh, kind of like a green screen, like how Fox does like the promo of the upcoming like sitcom after whatever show you're watching, where you'll just like turn around and cross your arms in the lower third. Yeah, that should be in more movies. It should be like <laughs> screening over in Cinema Next 6. Next month. Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, and he's in the corner. He's, he's like in the tapping corner, his watch. His arms. <laughs> <laughs> a bomb goes off and he gets like scared. Uh, and my final tip: location, location, location. Toronto. 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 The city's so nice. We just said it three times each. City so nice. Jesse Plemons might be there. Go, you're going to want to show up. He brings Crack beer. a cold one with Jesse Plemons next year. Uh, Steve, speaking of things that happen all around the world, mm. would you like to solve a murder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your movie called? <laughs> it's called The uh, Great Escapade. Very, mm. What is it about? <laughs> It's like a, um, it's a, it's a, it's got, this guy escapes from prison and then goes and, on an adventure. <laughs> yeah. But it's mostly the prison escape. The victim, Dennis Prussia, ice cream truck driver found dead in his truck. Today's guest, Frederick Prussia, no relation, Dennis's regular customer who found his body. Frederick, hello. Hi guys. How's it going? We're okay. How are you holding up? I'm I'm just so glad that someone's going to get to the bottom of this. I just, it's great that you guys have this thing where like when something tragic like this happens, you bring people on and you figure out how to get them ice cream. Oh, you think that's mm. the main problem we're going to be dealing with here? Yeah, because I couldn't get any ice cream. They like had put like the, the tape in front of it. As soon as I came oh. and like the police were coming in and I was like, oh, can I get like a... A chalk top, and they like, they were like trying to take my statement, whatever that is, and stuff, and just no one would serve me ice cream, and it's a crime scene, it's a biohazard, so it's so good that you guys focus on getting people, victims like me, ice cream. Uh, sorry that I, I didn't uh, do any joke involving cold case uh, when I introduced you. I, you know what, people kept saying this isn't a, they're like, I was like, oh, you gotta solve the cold case, you gotta solve the cold case, and they're like, it's not a cold case, it just happened, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, I'm talking, and I was like, pointing to a freezer behind them. It Is that was, how you order ice cream? Hey, I want to solve that cold case. Well, I, I didn't think the, I was like, look in the cold case. Oh, uh, yeah. Look in the cold case, and then they thought it was gonna be like a clue or something, and I was like, no, it's ice cream, give me one. Then I give you five dollars. Then you give me thirty cents back, and then I eat the ice cream. But it's just people are just obsessed with this murder, and it's just it's really. I know. I'm glad there's someone like you guys really focusing on what's important, and which is getting me an ice cream. Yeah, let's talk about it. What kind of flavor do you want? I want a chalk top. I want vanilla, and I want to do the thing where he would like get the soft serve and like dip it in chocolate. Mm. Oh, and, and it makes the shell. It, yeah, yeah, and then dip it in the crushed nuts. Wow. Yeah. This was a fancy uh, ice cream truck. This was not pre-wrapped yeah. crap. No, I mean I could get that anywhere. That's why that's why I was crying so much. <laughs> was because I could go to Freshco and get like pre-wrapped stuff. I could you know, but it's like this was the place that would dip it in yeah. with the soft serve made with the real dairy, not the powdered stuff, and it's just I'm tearing. Guys, it's just I'm getting I'm getting a little bit emotional right now because I'm still Hungry. I still can't. It's it's you know it's September. All the he was the only one who operated the ice cream truck year round. How long year round? Hmm. Yeah, and I just don't know where else I'm gonna get an ice that type of ice cream from. I didn't have the money to move to Florida. What am I gonna do? 
I swear to God, if one of you says go to Freshco, I'm gonna I'll lose my fucking shit. Okay, because you know that's no, not no. The same. We, this is the point of the show. We're gonna get you an ice cream. Thank you. Okay, so where is this? We've ruled out Florida. Yeah, it, this was here in Toronto. Oh yeah, so, so, it's, so again, it's it, people are home of the the film, the city named after the film festival, mm-hmm. and that and it was uh yeah it was uh, over on um Dorval Road. I go up. I notice that the should I describe what happened before the incident? Yeah, so we can kind of get a sense of what you're like and maybe how how big a scoop to give you. Well, it's not it's soft serve. Mm, right. I don't I I did how long guys. to hold the lever for? Yes, thank you. How many perfect twirls to get it in? <laughs> Because if you make it too big, you think that's a good thing. That's the no. problem. Some people are like, I'm going to do it big, but it, there's no structural integrity. You can't dip it. Right. It, that, the dip's going to yeah. grab it. Yes, exactly. So it's like, yeah, again, it's that fault. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I can't. I looked into purchasing a soft serve machine myself. And? I can't get up the stairs. I live in a walk-up. It's so heavy. Well, you could get like a friend to help. I'm a bit, I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess we've solved it. Should we call it now? But then you'd also need a way to dip into the chocolate. Oh. Wait, why? How I does the know. ice cream truck driver do it? Well, he, but he has like a whole like Bayer Marie sort of thing. Because you can't just like do it in the microwave. Like you've got to get a certain consistency yeah. to the chocolate to dip it in. But also it can't be, it, Griffin, it can't, it can't be bubbling. Because then it's going to burn. It can't be And bubbling. then it's going to melt it. I always think special. it can. No, you, no, you can't. It's, you need special technology to keep it at a, a temperature which makes it liquid, but still slightly viscous. Right, so you need a and swirler that, at the bottom of yeah, it. Like, like, like a, a cement mixer. Yeah. yeah. Wow, generous exactly, of you yeah. both to go along with that. Thank you. But I think yeah, I don't know what we're meant to say. We're meant to be like a cement mixer doesn't have a thing at a bottom. It's a big barrel that turns around. Yeah, it's not what I was talking about at all. But I was like, yeah, it would work. Sure, (laughs) that's what I mean. It was very nice. You both both went along with it. But uh, I'm just as stressed as you are. There's there needs to be a way for you to get this chocolate on on top of it as well. Yeah. But yeah, we can we can talk about the day. So this is uh, a frequent uh, excursion for you. Always to the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because also that's like the perfect place to get the ice cream. Dorval Road. Too- Dorval Road. Well, it's it's less so the physical location and where it is on his route. Mm. Okay, because you know, get it down by High Park. One is I'm going to be waiting forever. Mm, too many. It people. just doesn't make sense. Too many people. And then we all know that like there's an optimum is you want to be the second person to get a soft serve cone. If you're third or fourth. That's the machines running on fumes. It's starting to melt. It's garbage. It's especially those little ones that fit in a truck. And the first the one's chocolate. got all the gunk. It clears out the machine. Exactly. No, the first one is like basically. You may as well go smoke a bunch of cigarettes. Like, what am I doing? It's I care that about video my of when they like uh, uh, open up the dam for the first time in twenty five years, and it's just a little bit of sludge at first, and then over the next minute, yes. it like all this gray goo shoots out. Yeah, exactly. And so it's. So, like, what I want to do is I want to—I don't want to be the beginning of the route, but I also don't want to be the end of the route. Because then what if it's out of nuts? I've just wasted my whole day just down the drain, okay? So, it's like, I, I want to get him. I want to get him exactly two and a half hours into his route. So, this is two and a half so, hours in. And where is it? No. Heck, I live in Toronto. I don't know Dorval Road. So, Dorval Road is in between... Um. It's like just. Do you know where? Ch- okay, I was gonna name a similarly small street, <laughs> <laughs> but we might know that one. Uh, uh, Dorval Road is like it's a. It's like two streets back from Dundas West. Now, what do you mean by back? Like it's like. Do you know where Dundas West and Bloor? Oh, this is gonna be great for the listener. Yeah, pull out a map, listen. Uh, it's. Uh, do you know like a uh, where Dundas West and Bloor Street meet? I do. The Giraffe Building. Yes, the Giraffe Building. It's about. I'm going to say it's about 450 meters from the giraffe building. But in what direction? You know what? doesn't matter. Doesn't You're matter. right. The closest it's, we it's get a to north, that giraffe building, the better. <laughs> it takes, it's a north-south street. It takes two and a half hours for him to get from High Park to Dorville Road? Well, yeah, because ice cream trucks, they're not going at full speed. They're and like stopping stops. frequently. 
<laughs> people oh, coming. Oh yeah, like red lights and stuff. Sure. Yes. <laughs> and then you know he's like kind of snaking around. Like just in terms of his like behavior and personality. No, Griffin. Griffin, the truck snakes around. The truck snakes around to get the maximum amount of consumers. <laughs> Oh, I understand. Like in terms of its personality and behavior. No, not its personality, Griffin. It's it's its movement is snaking as in it's not a direct line. It's going back and forth, almost zigzagging, if you would, to get the maximum amount of children with its like dulcet tones. Oh, and adults. No, no I understand. We should say and ad- and adults. Yes. What did it play? What what was its signature tune? Uh, yeah, um. Circus. Wow. Dun 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 I, I mean, because it's, again, it's been, I haven't eaten anything for days. So you what, you refuse to eat until you can have the perfect ice cream you were owed. Yes, exactly. I'm not, I'm not wasting the calories. <laughs> right. But that's like, I was going to have that and I need to have, I just, I, I like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I might waste away. So this specific stop you go to, is it like a park? So yeah, it's a, it's about again. I don't want to get too close to the park because then the kids are going to come in, and you know what I mean. It's either like either I'm stuck with like a fifth fifth in line ice cream cone, or I'm pushing little kids out of the way. Either way, it doesn't work for me. So I I like to position myself like like a, far enough that he has to stop again. That's the secret. Because if you wait too close to the ice cream truck, he's they're just going to be like come up, like they'll just wave you over. But you want to be far enough away that they think there's no more customers. They pull out, they drive for like maybe four seconds, and then you wave them up in. Right. So it gives the ice cream truck enough time to reset, to get cold again, to start churning up that that creamy goodness. So this is like in the middle of like a suburb. Then this is not a park. This is yeah, not a, I, this a is stop. In the middle of an intersection. <laughs> oh, like halfway through the intersection. Oh yes, I've got. He's gotten a lot of tickets because of me. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't move. That's nice. That's nice at tennis. No, well, I, I, well, I must admit, I do stand straight in front of the truck. Because <laughs> again, I need to, I need, I need to make sure I'm like, I got that, I get in the cone exactly two and a half hours in. Right. So sometimes it's over to the side of the road. Sometimes in the middle of traffic. Sometimes it's in a, uh, you know, in front of a fire hydrant. What can I say? There is multiple types of emergencies. But and, although we know his personality wasn't zigzag or or anything like that, snake like, what what was yeah. he like as far as a person? You know what? He always seemed a bit grumpy to me. <laughs> do you think it had anything but to do with him, else... you stopping the car? Yeah, see, I don't. I don't know because everyone else in the, the neighborhood, <laughs> everyone else in the neighborhood's like he's fantastic. He gives to fundraisers. He's so nice. My kids love him. You know what I mean? Like. So I, I do think, yeah, I think I think it may have. I think we may have had a adversarial relationship. Because here's also the problem: he's serving kids. They don't have a palate. You know what I mean? They're not like doing that. So it's like. So I think sometimes when there's a discerning adult, I don't know. Sometimes his ice creams run up to snuff. Mm. You sent them back. I, You're like a critic. Yeah, of course. I'm. Of course, I'm going to say. I'm. A, would you like? Let's just say. If you're like, I would love a Ferrari, and then someone gives you a Toyota Corolla, are you going to pay them for a Ferrari? No, you're going to send it back. You're going to be like, no, I ordered a Ferrari. And that's like sometimes what you got to do. Sometimes you got to put your foot down. Sometimes you have to put the foot on the hood. Be like, I'm not moving until you give me the perfect peanut butter chocolate dip cone. So what were these and, Toyota Corolla situations? Just oh, all sorts of imperfections? Okay. So like, you know when you get the dip and stuff, you want an into, you want a consistent shell around there. And sometimes he'd be like, it's chocolate on ice cream. It's hard to control. 
but I know because he'd given me the perfect consistent shell before. I knew that it was physically possible. So if there's a drip, if there's an extra thing, I'm not going to do that. And then I want crushed peanuts on mine. So if I get a little bit of crushed almonds or sprinkles or like uh, something like that, I'm not, that's not what I paid for. That's not what I wanted. That's going on the ground. <laughs> that's getting chucked back onto the side of the truck. Junk. Yeah, exactly. Well, because he'd be like, it looks great. And I was like, if it looks so great, it can go on the side of the truck. And then I would hurl it as hard as I could. <laughs> you know what? He does sound like a very generous man in that he kept serving you. Yeah, I mean, because it's, I think, you know what? I think part of it was, I'm sure part of him hated me. Because he did tell me that from time to time. So you are sure oh, of that, it. That <laughs> yeah. part came yeah. to the surface. <laughs> yes, but I think deep down inside, he respected me. And he liked the challenge, and he liked that there was someone in this neighborhood who was willing to keep him honest. Mm. That was expecting more from him. Right. Than just like, yeah. Now, was he the only truck driver in the neighborhood? I'm curious how, like, turf works. So there's definitely other dry ones. Um, and, uh, one of them, uh, refused to wear a mask during COVID. So I stopped going and he would smoke in the truck (laughs) and then the other one didn't have a debit machine. So they're both pretty equally, equally bad people. Oh, morally, you didn't go to the debit machine guy. Morally, I didn't go to the debit machine guy. Yeah. But no, I don't, I don't know if there's a turf war. I definitely knew for me, there was turf. Like I, when one time another ice cream truck driver tried to pull over and like sell me an ice cream and I did pull a gun on him. Uh, so that was like, maybe, but that's like, that's me as a customer. I can't speak for the ice cream truck drivers. Right. But there were at least two other consistent ones on the route. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they were, they, I mean, they run um, they run as good. I tried their ice cream once or twice. You know what I mean? I'm a discerning patron. Um, and also he stopped serving me for a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, we always, we always made, made us, made our way back to each other. Right. What was, yeah. What else was he like other than hated you? Oh, I also like dated him for two years. You dated Dennis. Yeah. Should I have mentioned that up the top? Uh, it doesn't really help us get you an ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, he was great. In a, in a relationship sense. Yeah, fantastic. How long lovely. ago was this? Ten years ago. Mm. Ten years ago for two years. This was before he was an ice cream truck. Driver. Driver, yeah. <laughs> so what What did he do before then? And is it possible there was something like within this relationship, clues to why he became an ice cream truck driver? He would never tell me what his job was. Mm. So maybe he was. And that mate, well, but and but he drove like a big black suburban. Oh, okay. And then whenever I was like, "Oh, like, babe, where are you going?" He'd always be like, "Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answer to." <laughs> what was his attire like? He wore like he wore like ill-fitting suits. Okay. <laughs> but ones that were like expensive, mm. but still like didn't look good. Right. And he had like a lot of jewelry that like looked expensive, but like had quartz instead of diamonds. And he was always like, I got to go up to Vaughn. And this black car didn't play any music, did it? <laughs> no, it did. Well, <laughs> it did. It did play. He was a big poker fan. Like, I think that's where it came from. Yeah. Mm, okay. So this was playing a similar tune. But like not like it didn't have like a speaker the way an ice cream truck does. Oh, he personally was just listening to it. He was just listening to. He loves the organ. Right. Can I? Can I ask? Uh, are you okay if yeah. I ask how that relationship ended? I think he just left one day, and then next time I saw him was five years later driving an ice cream truck. Now, how do you think? Go ahead. Part of my anger towards the ice creams being perfect might be that. Well, I, I have a uh, an unrelated question. Potential. Yeah. How far away do you live and you have to walk to for this specific ice cream truck stop? Oh, I don't think I could walk. I've got to drive. <laughs> I live in uh, Ottawa. <laughs> okay. I see. But it's you only go to him because the ice cream is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although now I think about it. 
There are places to buy ice cream in Ottawa. Oh, yeah, they got fresh cones. Yeah, don't, no, not fucking fresh don't suggest Jesus that, Jesus Christ, Griffin. I mean, other people who dip it and do the crushed... Oh, my God. Sorry. Can I ask you guys a question? Whoa! This hasn't ever happened before. Uh, 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 shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Do you think I wasted a lot of my time driving from Ottawa down to Toronto to see an ex-boyfriend? Not if the ice cream was really, really worth it. Yeah. That's good. It sounds like you did scared. this for the ice cream. Ice cream. Okay, good. I was scared there was like something else going on there for a moment. No. But it was, yeah. It was just about the consistency of the soft serve. The beautiful, consistent and shell. Do you fear that maybe now that he's gone, you'll never get to have that one last ice cream with him? That maybe that last ice cream would have told you why he left? Yeah. Guess that hadn't that hadn't really occurred to me. I'd been really just focusing on the ice cream. And I want to touch on on one last thing. Five years yeah. ago, you you randomly came across him as an ice cream truck driver. How did that happen? I was uh, I was visiting my uh, niece. She lives in the neighborhood, right? And uh, she was like, "Can I have an ice cream?" And I was like, "Yeah, being the fun uncle." And then I came across, and then it was it was Dennis. And what and was how, that? Inter- yeah, what was that like? What was that interaction? It was, it was, it was intense. Because he goes, "What can I get for you?" And he looks up, and he goes, "Cat." He goes, "Uh, Frederick, you look you look great." And I didn't even recognize him to begin with, because of all the scars all over his face. And I'm like, have we met? And then he he took off his little his little chef's hat that he's always wearing. I was like, Dennis, I thought you were dead. And then he slowly ran his fingers over his scars and said, I thought that for a little bit too. And now I think that. Uh, hopefully when we come back from break, we can figure out what happened to Dennis, uh, and talk about, uh, actually what happened to Dennis. We haven't even got there yet. No, but we will see you after the break. We are back on Killed to Death. Uh, you've probably found us through the Sonar Network's homepage, but we are their darkest secret. I'm still here with Bones. Please listen to our podcast. Please listen to our podcast. Please, please, please. I so badly use. Please listen to our podcast. I thought for the sake of listener, I wouldn't please peek on that Please put me one. in your podcast. Please put me in your podcast. <laughs> if you want to edit that later to make it peak, Griffin, you can, but for the sake of your ears right now. That I keep well, thank you so much. <laughs> That's going to be a nice treat listening back. Yeah, it's all going to be a delight. Um, and we're also still Speaking here. Speaking of treats. With, with Frederick Prussia. <laughs> Nature's treat himself. Ice cream, dude. Guys, you're oh. going to make me blush. Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> it, it wasn't about you. Um, now, Frederick, we are talking about you finding... Your ex dead, Dennis Prussia. No relation. That's interesting. You both had the same name dated for two years. Yeah. It, oh my god. It caused like a lot of a lot of salty looks at like restaurants and stuff. Oh, because you made the reservation under Well, because people your would be names. like, hey, and then we'd be like, oh, we're not married, we just have the same last name, and then we'd make out. <laughs> Which I'm a- like looking back on it definitely a better way to phrase that. Yeah, people gave you salty looks. It wasn't right. Yeah, it wasn't right. Um, I thought it was homophobia, but maybe it was um, the judgment about the last names. <laughs> uh, now, Dennis, at the time, uh, you weren't sure what his job was. He told you you didn't want to know. He would leave in his black suburban. He would wear his ill-fitting suits and have his cheap jewelry, and he would go to Vaughn. 
not cheap jewelry, very expensive tacky jewelry. That look, there's like a subtle difference. Okay. Like you look at something and you're like, oh, that looks terrible, and then you find out he's like, he spent like five thousand dollars on. So it. this was cheap jewelry he got ripped off on. Because you said no, it was still quartz. No, it's but it's like it's like full gold, but like, like with but instead of a diamond quartz or marble, mm. it's like something that's like being like imported from Italy and then finished like it's a kitchen table. It's like a very specific subgenre of jewelry. You gotta go to like go to like the Woodbine Mall. You're gonna see a lot of like the this sort of jewelry. So wherever he was, he was probably fitting right in. Yes. Oh, he definitely. I like we'd meet, go to social events and stuff, and it was like, yeah, he was definitely wearing the uniform. And then one day, disappeared. Not a Disapp- word. Three years go by. Five years go by. Okay, so five years after that, so this would have been... uh, Seven years after we initially started dating, five years after he disappeared. 18 months after he said he... Six years and eight and six months after he said he loved me. (laughs) Then you're out with your niece buying ice cream. In Toronto, you come across the ice cream truck. It's Dennis. Takes him a second to recognize you. He says, Ka! Uh... Frederick. Yeah. And you say, Dennis, I thought you were dead. He takes off his cap. He touches his scars that are new since last you saw him. Yes. Yes. And now let's talk about when you did end up finding his body. Yeah. Um, it was, it was. Oh, sorry. I just fast forwarded through a bunch of years where you also stalked him and would come to his specific intersection. I did, okay, no, kick I his truck and throw ice cream against his truck no, he just and yell at him. Ice cream. <laughs> I love ice cream. It's a passion for ice cream. Ice cream. And it just it happened to be the most convenient place to buy ice cream was a moving ice cream truck in Toronto. <laughs> and it just you know what I like the drive. It's a everyone's always saying it's a fun drive from Ottawa down to Toronto. Everyone's saying it's lovely to get on the 401. Mm. It's super peaceful and fun. It's really nice. We get to see that big apple. Oh. Can we spend the rest of the episode talking about that big apple? Remember they put the mask on the big apple? It's great. It's crazy how many amenities they have at that apple place. You know they have their own cidery? Yeah. And a petting zoo. They don't have his forks, according to one review uh, me and Steve read. And the one old mean lady who works there. Do you remember this? We looked up Google reviews. reviews And there were multiple reviews from the Apple all mentioning the same cruel old woman who worked there who wouldn't give you forks. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she's still there. That seems like... Because they have like a whole barbecue hut there too. That seems like a real monkey paw situation. To sell just like plates of barbecue, but not give every anyone a fork. Also, does that apple have a name? It should have a. It should have a name. Yeah, I know. They also have mini golf. Yeah, they have a a little uh like like little train little kids can sit in. They have a candy shop. They have like a fry truck that's open there. You can buy uh, pies. Yeah. God, guys. Okay, it does have a name, and the name is The Big Apple. Wow. It's on 262 Orchard Road. Well, that's cute. Very cute. I do like that. But it's a nice drive. You found your uh, ex dead. Yes. And it was... It was scary, because it's also like, remember, I thought he was dead. And then I found out he was alive. And so I think I... I think maybe my fixation with the ice cream is that I can't truly process his death. And we are going to get you that ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. The only thing you need to process is lactose. Oh, I'm so lactose intolerant. That's how I know the Big Apple so well. I am banned from the Big Apple. (laughs) one point, they set up a porta potty just for me. (laughs) Well, that sounds like they're quite accommodating it, actually. And, and you managed to ruin it to such a degree that you were then still banned afterwards. No, I was like, I don't like the porta potty. I want to come inside still. Oh, okay. I want to smell the apple pies as I sit here for two hours. 
<clears throat> that was once the sweetest old woman. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe there's something going on here. Oh, is that? Are we talking about Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> Did she used to be nice, and then after all she of your stuff, she used to be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! One time she got trapped in the stall with me. It was a whole. <laughs> I, I don't, I, what happened? <laughs> I don't have time to describe the story, but it's it was like just like a. A real like confusing situation where she thought she was getting forks and I thought I was going to the bathroom and we just ended up locked in a stall together and she changed so, after that. Yeah, that's why she hates forks after that. She's like, I'll never go yeah. back in that fork storeroom again. Slash yeah. stall. <laughs> slash bathroom stall. I call any room that's small enough to pop a squat in a stall. Oh, so you you were shitting in their supply closet. Well, yeah, that was that was again. It was a confusing situation, <laughs> and they gave you a porta potty, and you said no. I like the supply closet. <laughs> well, no, I no. What I like is the smell the of smell apple of pies. pies. Well, you take a shit for two hours, <laughs> and it's and it's like I'm not going to go in the toilet. All I can smell is shit. <laughs> supply closet is so close to where they bake it. Oh. Guys, I'm not advocating that you do this, but if anyone is in southern Ontario and you're going to the Big Apple, don't go to the washrooms. Find a supply closet and the sonar network thinks you should defecate in it. That is 262 Orchard Road, <laughs> Colborne, Ontario. Well, let's... Yeah. Okay, so sorry. Back to the day. Yeah. You had already so thought he was dead once. And you come across this scenario again. And I see him in the, I don't know, maybe because I think the truck had just been idling for so long. The music was like playing really slowly. Like, you know, when like a battery mm. starts to run out. Sure. So this is like just horror movie like, version, yeah. like minor key. Yeah. And uh, if you could just dur, sing dur, that while dur, I describe dur, the rest dur, of it. Yeah. Dur, 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 and I go, dur, what's dur, happening dur, here? Dur, dur, dur. Oh no, I'm going to get the terrible first soft serve cone. Where is everybody else? And I come in, I bang on the window and I'm like, Dennis, Dennis. And then I'm like, just like you, to fucking leave. To leave me when I need it. Oh, I always fucking hated you, Dennis. How could you do this to me? And then I don't hear anything back. Because usually when I say that, he comes out. And then uh, I like... I notice the door's ajar, and I open it, and I just see his body laying there. Is this in the driver compartment or the rear compartment? In the, in the rear. Mm. And he's lying there with two cones in his hands. And they're perfectly dipped. Wow. Consistent shell. Wow. Now perfect ratio of chocolate to nuts and even spread. Not a sprinkle in sight. Not a sprinkle in sight. Just a professional to the very end. So you had you you had two of your perfect cones, but not in a not in a state to eat them. But I couldn't pay for them. I'm not a thief. Ah, I don't know what. So I don't know what I've described recently that would make you think I'd do something unethical. (laughs) You could have gingerly placed the five dollar bill on his corpse. And then taken 30 cents from the register and then enjoyed your final perfect cone. Well, no, he pays with debit. That's why he can't use the other debit. truck. No, you give him $5, he gives you 30 cents back. Oh, damn. It, well, I pay with both. It's <laughs> I just, I really want the option of debit. Well, so you do pay with $5 and get the 30 back, but you just like yes. to know if you ever no, forget I, cash or anything. I always <laughs> have perfect change on me, but... I want to know that they have changed. So that's why I always pay with the five. And I want I want to know that I could pay with debit. These are all, you're just testing. I'm, just like te- a- I'm also like, I'm also like, do you take Amex? Mm. And if they say no, I'm out of there. You're like undercover boss, even though you're not the boss of the ice cream trucks. I was an undercover boss once. Oh, yeah. what's your job? I'm, yeah, what do you do? I'm, <laughs> I'm retired. But you were I have a, a boss. I have a, I, yeah, I have a pension from my time as a, the chief operating officer of Lockheed Martin. Wow. Yeah. So were you That's on the I show? Had, you were on that, Undercover Boss? Yeah. But wow. they had to cut it out because there were so many national defense secrets. that just got... 
and the open. But I was on it. It's pretty good. I can send you guys. They gave me a VHS of it, which is pretty nice. But that's how I had the send free us the time. VHS. Yeah, that's how I had the the spare time to like drive from Ottawa to Toronto all the time. Right. Um, yeah, I retired. What was your undercover character? You know, it was crazy. No, it was Dennis Prussia. Whoa! He and it was undercover as an ice cream truck driver. Yeah. When or, was this timeline? Wait, no, yeah. Or were you just uh, uh, unexplained? I just, I just used his name. Yeah. Well, you always go undercover as an entry level worker. Okay. I, I thought sometimes you really... were like a custodian or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like a. I was a beginning missile tech. Tech. Yeah, you were missile intern. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was a guy who would like uh, write down all the countries we were gonna bomb. <laughs> that's that's who's because like someone's got yeah someone's got to keep the minutes because you know everyone's getting so excited they'll forget one. And you used your same last name and no one caught on. No, well, they gave me like a fake mustache and it really threw everybody, and a baseball cap, and it was crazy. No one could tell. It's such a good show undercover, boss. But how do you know that I'm not... I mean, I'm not, but how do you know that I'm not Mike Bonjati? <laughs> oh, yeah. You think Under- this is an undercover boss for Sonar? Yeah. Well, because you haven't been uh, critiquing us enough. You're, you're, a, crit- you're a critic of uh, ice cream trucks. You ask a lot of questions, good questions, about how they operate. But Yeah, but I haven't heard a single creative note, which is you all we hear from Mike. Yeah, wait a minute. You haven't been poking holes in our process. I know. Even, I mean, that's what we would... He applied for Lockheed Martin once. And <laughs> we were like... Giardi. And we are like, too strict. Too strict to right here at Lockheed Martin. You gotta be loose with these codes. Yeah, you gotta Fire be... Fire away. I mean, we, we like to have... We work hard and we, we have fun. Throw your own country on the list. We don't care. Yeah. Speaking of music, I'm getting another call here. Uh, do you mind if I merge this in? No. Uh, hello? Hello? Oh, good evening. Should I be on here? Uh, it depends who you are and how you got this link. Oh, my name is uh, Mr. Prude, and I'm calling uh, in regards to the murder of the ice cream truck driver. Well, I never like to have a prude on, but... Oh, yes? Griffin, ask if he takes debit. Ask if he takes debit. Oh, it's you. Yeah, okay. Do you, do you take debit? No, I don't take debit. It charges the machine more, and then you have to pay the... Inter- it, I'm a cash-only uh, business. Cash-only ice cream truck. This was the guy I was telling you about. Yeah. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Wait, what more can I say? Ask him how close he keeps his little nut bin from his little sprinkle bin. Uh, how, Go on, Griffin, ask him. How close do you keep your little nut bin to your little sprinkle bin? They're the same bin. Yeah. They're all you mixed in together? Yeah, it's that all one. That is bold. It's all one. What else is in there? <laughs> the ice cream, the chocolate. <laughs> oh, it's just one bin for the whole truck. <laughs> it's a bin. The back of the truck is a bin. It's like a blue Rubbermaid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know this was Tuesday because that's when the garbage truck comes around. That's what well, you children run. You don't run, run a... after the garbage truck, ideally. They... <laughs> this children run I after can't... my truck because they enjoy my delicious ice cream concoctions, and they're, <laughs> they they don't just need to jump look out good. some of the bin onto the <laughs> ground in front <laughs> the of the kids. Cheer, <laughs> and they lap it up. It <clears throat> the fact that you're still here. And Dennis is dead. Oh. Shows me that there is no God. <laughs> yeah. The worst part about your truck is that you don't take Devin. <laughs> it's a, a you minute. know what it is? No, don't it's a red get flag. me mixed up in any sort of pro Dennis death sort of scenario here. I I I, I assure you I I did not have anything against the man. He ran a, a beautiful business and made beautiful ice cream. Yeah, he it did. sounds like he was beloved in the ice cream truck community. I wished I could do what he did, but everything always got mixed up in that same bin. Because you <laughs> well, need more yeah. than one bin. 
I'd you add don't a want little it bit to, happen, to the side still... of the bin, and then a little bit to the other. But the more you're you in... add, the more they start to mix in there. You're in a moving vehicle. <laughs> yeah, oh, just well, sloshing around you. in the back. Is By there the nothing else stop. in the back of your truck? <laughs> oh, well, I live in there, so there's a few boxes, um, and <laughs> there's a hot This plate. is an RV that drives around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, this isn't about, I'm not on trial here. I'm here no. to help. So, Mr. Prude, how long have you been working this route for? I work a, um, I work a similar route. Uh, I don't know what you've heard. You've heard, obviously, this is the West End route around High Park. This is where Dennis used to operate. I operate a little bit more. I operate a little closer to um, Trinity Bellwoods. And operate uh, a little more east of there, so we kind of uh, we dip in, we pass each other sometimes. Sometimes we'd we commute in together. We both lived in Vaughan, and we'd commute in down. your RV. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could park in the Wonderland parking lot. They don't they don't stop me up there. So it's a beautiful place to sleep at night. Try and park downtown. You're gonna get a ticket. Right, 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 right. You're gonna get a ticket. So we'd commute down together. We'd play our songs. We'd try and get them to sync up together. It never worked, and it was hell for the people on the 400. But the point is, he was a beautiful, loving man, and I've worked that route for 17 years. So you were there when he first came onto the scene. Oh yeah, young. Thought he could rule, <laughs> young as hell. Thought he could rule the whole scene. He thought he could change the ice cream business in overnight. Did he say where he came from? <laughs> he said, I didn't want to know. But then I asked again, and he said, Vaughn. I said, oh, yeah, I, I sleep up there sometimes. And so he told me he worked in the... Um, he worked in the, uh, the construction and um, manufacturing of... Amusement park parts. Whoa. Can't believe that he left and was in Vaughan for five years. I always assumed he was like in some far off country or in a prison or something, but. He may have been in a prison in Vaughan. He didn't say. Still in the GTA. Yeah. He He is pretty north. But you could, well, you could that's TTC. even closer to Ottawa. <laughs> well, who's from Ottawa? I'm from Ottawa. You're from Ottawa. Why have I always seen you so much? Because I like, I like the drive. You like the drive. I like yes, the drive. Yes, he shits at the Big Apple. <laughs> oh, the Big Apple on the 401. Yeah. They won't let me. They they won't let anyone use the washrooms there. <sighs> That's crazy. What? That's not my fault. The washrooms are closed, yeah. <laughs> the washrooms are closed down the, there. Why are the washrooms closed? I don't they know. Ever since the incident, no Wait, one They had is someone allowed. shit in their supply closet, so their answer was to close the washrooms? This woman was irate. <laughs> <laughs> and they have all the forks for you right at the front on the way in. I said, I don't need a fork. I'm here for the washroom. <laughs> and she just took them and threw them at me. She said, here, take as many as you need. You destroyed Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> that and I think if I had to go all the regrets in my life, it was not telling Dennis I loved him. Shitting in a supply closet with Deborah. And then, like, a close third is everything I did while as chief operating officer at Lockheed Martin. <laughs> That's, like, the order of things. Sure. Well, hey, you, 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 you're, you're a big person to uh, admit that and, and admit your mistakes. And all you could do is, is go forward and try and live differently. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get you a square reader. I'm gonna get Whoa. you. A, I'm gonna get you one of those little iPads. Whoa! With the with the the thing that you put in for the cards. Is that gonna have the same problem of having that extra debit fee? I have no idea, but this is fantastic. This is the man who slashed my tires not six months ago. The guy. Also, this guy he lives in his ice cream truck. I don't know if the the extra interact fee was the issue. <laughs> Every bit counts. Maybe I should start uh, 
charging more as well. How much do you currently charge for a bit of bin? <laughs> I just kind of uh, whatever they have on them. Oh my god, guys. Guys. This is weird, but a, a, a FedEx person is here sending me registered mail. Should I answer it and open up the piece of registered mail? Well, isn't that a felony? Because hmm. it's, it's... No, but it's it's addressed to me. Oh, then you're fine. But it's from Dennis. Oh! Whoa. What does registered the, mail mean? Gray? It means like it's where you've got to sign for it. Hmm. Oh, okay. And right now the driver's yeah. just kind of waiting? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess he's probably got a lot of yeah. other packages. Yeah. Anything. You're rubbing your... Oh, okay. He's signing. Signing for it. Yeah, I realized that immediately. Yeah. It didn't look like just rubbing <laughs> his really hands trying like to, trying to do fully work for signing. Was that wouldn't fabric? Be too, wouldn't be too worried about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up the, the letter. Kind of silent activity. Am I opening up the, the envelope? I can tell you right now, as someone with a pad of paper and a pencil in front of them, I'll do them both for you a lot better. <laughs> this is signing. You can use that. And ready? Here's the envelope. There you go. Oh my god, it's from Dennis. It's it's the registration and ownership for his ice cream truck. He's leaving it to me. Whoa. Oh my god. But then there's something written in blood on the back. It says don't trust Griffin. Oh my what like why does it why would he say that? I'm, I'm just trying Griffin. to think of which Griffin it could be. Griffin yeah. did which one? I, oh Is that him? A, this is, I mean that's you're a Griffin, yeah. I am a Griffin, but you know you are. Griffin Dunn, Kathy Griffin. No, he loved Kathy Griffin. He would have trusted her with his life. Life, yeah. Oh my god. The fashion files, we it was what we would watch every night. I don't even know what that is. I think I first became aware of Kathy Griffin with Life on the D-list ads on the Comedy Network. Mhm. She's also on a Seinfeld briefly. I never had any intention of getting you ice cream. <gasps> what? Isn't that this whole show? Is it exactly? It's the that's ice what cream I was show. told. Chilled would, to death. Would you like to be on the <laughs> ice cream show? Uh, it's a shame Steve missed that because I think uh, he would have liked that. So but what, no, I. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I when I started this Zoom, I didn't know where you lived. I didn't care. It was irrelevant to me. Turns out it's Ottawa. Good. I don't have the power to get you that ice cream any more than you have the power to get you that ice cream. Well, wait. Oh, my God. Now you do have the power to get you that ice cream. I mean, I guess I own the truck now. Yeah. And I own the multiple bins to keep everything multiple separate. Bins. For this nuts and the you, Where the, do you live? <laughs> Where's the room oh, to live? A mansion on wheels. <laughs> really nice. Did he have any wounds? Dennis? Yeah. No, but he did have... <laughs> he was... It, it did look like he had been standing on, like, a block of ice. Uh -oh. oh, so there was, was like, a puddle of water. Yeah, but it was, like, cold. <laughs> I mean, that is one of the classic perfect crimes. But doesn't he also need to have his head in a noose or something in that scenario? <laughs> and he also, he had... It's just slowly melted, <laughs> and, and he, he melted, fell, he on fell the over and died. Yeah, because he had an incredibly strong crime. neck. <laughs> yeah, it is, honestly, because there's no sign of any sort of injury. I mean, do you guys think there's a chance he just slipped over? I mean, that why would there the... be ice in the truck? Oh, it's an ice cream truck. Truck. Hmm. Well, I don't do mine cold. You don't do yours cold? <laughs> so it's just melty, sloshy bin juice. It's called ice cream. You it call it what be. you want. You <laughs> call it what you want. But the side of the truck says, S 
cream. The eye has fallen off long ago. <laughs> so cream, it seems French. Well, here's what's crazy is that I actually can't. When I left Lockheed Martin, they did make me sign a non-compete clause <laughs> that I'm not allowed to start any business related to missiles or ice cream. I didn't know but Lockheed Martin was that involved with ice cream. They In the 90s, they were for a little bit. They invented the drumstick. <laughs> Whoa. And then they had... You, see, you know how like Pepsi used to own Taco Bell and KFC, yeah, and then they and then they had to sell it off because they're like we got to focus on our core business. Is one time with Lockheed Martin, we accidentally dropped ice creams on a hospital instead of bombs, and we're like we gotta we gotta change this. This is not working for us. We got to focus on a single industry. So yeah, but um, so I can't I can't do it. But Prude, yes. You're friends with him. Would you like? Would you like to take over his ice cream truck? Oh, what? Me? And you take think over I his deserve? Ice... And you could just live in the RV and work in the ice cream truck. Two trucks. Yeah, but you would have again. I can't stress how much you have to keep them separate. Like right, one's got to right, be an ice right. cream truck, and then yes. one is for. The the one with only one bin yep. is you live yeah. in that. And the sprinkles will not touch the nuts and yes. the chocolate the, will not touch the ice cream. Okay, okay. Yes, and the it will all be served cold. Oh. Oh my goodness. Do you think you can do you think after seventeen years of peddling you're dangerous? <laughs> Contaminated Secre Mobile. <laughs> that you do you think you could step up? And take over the best damn ice cream truck on, on the, the lower west side of Toronto. I'm going to need somebody who can uh, give it a taste test. Somebody who's not going to be uh, too easy. Somebody... You know, I'll be there every day at 2.30 in the middle of that intersection. Just losing my mind. We'll call it the Dennis Cone. It'll be the perfect cone. I would like that a lot. And that wraps up another successful episode of Kill to Death. It was an Killed accident. He slipped and hit his head. That's going to have happened with you guys. Like, that's most deaths. Not most. I wouldn't say most. It Not has most happened. <laughs> um, I also think incredibly rude of him to write a note to you that just said, don't trust Griffin and blood. That sucks. I, I know I didn't. I wasn't planning on giving you ice cream. Overreaction on his end. I don't know where he got the blood. If there was no blood at the sea, I don't want to ask questions. It's. I mean, there's oh, yeah. a reason Whose why he. Is that? I mean, he did. He had a past. Oh yeah, but knowing him, the blood would have been kept separate from the nuts, and the sprinkles, and the chocolate and the ice cream. It would have had its own little separate bin. Right, just for letters. Yeah. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song. Mary Jane Schumer for our art. If you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email killedtodeathpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow us, K2D Pod on X or Killed to Death Podcast on Instagram. And that's it. Steve, you still here? Yellow. Yeah, you, mi- uh, you missed it. What? He, the reason he was on the show and he wanted ice cream is because he thought it was called Chilled to Death. Oh, yeah. That's good. Do you have any other podcasts we can listen to? Uh, I wish it was called Chilled to Death. Um, but speaking of big chills, there is a different show nice. that Griffin and I do that is a movie guessing game show where we've created uh, little games for each other and we try and guess the movie and you can play along at home. Uh, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, it's on Sonar Plus, so you can go listen there. Uh, tons of great episodes already up and we've recorded more, so they're on their way. Check it out. Griffin and Steve guess the movie. Um, yes, it is. It would just be, I guess, the feed for this podcast. All you have yeah. to do is subscribe. So if you're already here, scroll around. They're right there. Sonar Plus on Apple. We're going to turn now to Frederick Prussia. Guys, I got some real closure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And it sounds like you're going to get that ice cream. Yeah. I will do Against my, my wishes. But I, I'm wondering, you, we know you stop at the Big Apple. Is there anywhere else you like to stop on your drives? 
So sometimes when I'm careening down the, the 400, <laughs> I like to get my phone out and I pull out the Bell 5 TV app. And I love a little show called Let's Gentrify Hamilton, uh, starring Adam Nebergall from CBC's Tony Ho and Man Seeking Woman. I just think it's a really funny, smart, satirical show. Uh, and then also, I personally hate improv. I think it is the lowest art form, but if you're into it, uh, there's also a show being presented by the Bad Dog Theatre Company, uh, and, and uh, you'll get to see it, I believe, on October 4th, uh, when uh, this show, uh, when I believe you told me that this episode of Chilled to Death was releasing on September 29th. Yes. But you can still go uh, and see it You can it get on- ready for it at this point. Yes, at Wednesdays at se- uh, 7 and 9 p.m., there's an improv show that happens on an actual ship as it sails around Lake Ontario called Our Flag Means Blank that um, I've heard some pretty funny people are in. I wouldn't know. I hate improv. But, yeah, you should check out that and uh, Let's Gentrify Hamilton on Bell TV 5. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for this emotional closure. I really appreciate it. That's what this show is here for. Mm Mm-hmm. And, ooh, there's so many good avenues for this one. Mmm, that's right. Keep your stick on the ice. And <laughs> you went with none of them. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Mary Jane Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 